0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. the Dort Podcast. podcast. With Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Brian Brian Davey. The dork. podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. the Dort Podcast. Shut
1: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rick Rude Von Dick Dude, all hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm
2: fucking tired, man. Yeah, wiped. Nine days of vacation with two kids.
1: It's too much vacation. I'm,
2: I'm dog tired.
1: <laughs> it's a lot. That's, that's just too much. It's too it's, much. It's much. Too much too much. Davey's also rocking a brand new sweatshirt where it says, Drink Moxie. And I would say, if you're a person who drinks
2: Moxie and says you like it, you are a liar or an idiot. But yeah. that doesn't stop me no. from wearing this and enjoying the, the the artwork. You know,
1: it's good swag. I like I like the sweatshirt. It's yeah. a good sweatshirt, but that is a famously bad beverage. It's a horrible drink.
2: Uh, I, I, you know, again, was it Ted Williams was the spokesman for Moxie? Maybe great hitter, yeah. Not a great guy, so I don't wouldn't take his word for it. Right? Wow. He he's a good guy he wasn't a good guy i don't think, think so no, i thought he was he's like a hero what are we talking about ted williams notorious asshole i'm, I'm told world-class
1: asshole you're thinking of ty cobb ted I williams think thinking of both of them yeah maybe hard to say really <laughs> hard to say for sure uh but that's not what we're hard to, to say talk about Ryan. we have a lot of stuff to get to on the podcast let's dive head first right into this Well, that Barbie movie just keeps making money it is now the 25th highest grossing film of all time. So I had a,
2: my sister-in-law wanted Rye and the girls to go with her to go see it. And this was like a, like a five days after it came out Yeah, and she still couldn't get tickets. I think people are like second, third really? viewing of this. Now I went to, I had to photograph this band at, um, in Hampton, and it was a Barbie party. Oh, hell yeah. Thousands of people. Just barbie, It was crazy the amount of people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. No, my wife loved it. I haven't seen it yet, but it's making a ton of money. Also making a lot of money is Oppenheimer. Worldwide yeah. gross, Ryan. This is now a top 10 highest grossing R-rated movie of all time.
2: What is the highest-grossing R-rated
1: movie of all time? And that's why we're going to play a little trivia game right now. It's the game of game. No, yeah. don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Stop. I'm not going to look it up. I'm not doing it. I'm going to do it. I see yours. Look at your computer. Look at me. There is. Okay. I have the list of the top 10. Oppenheimer's already one of them. So if you could try to, to figure out the top 10 worldwide highest-grossing R-rated movies. Okay. Here we go. So Barbie's 10. No, no, no. Barbie's oh, No, now. Oppenheimer's ten. Oppenheimer's, Oppenheimer's 10. ten. Oppenheimer's actually up to seven.
2: Okay. Super bad. Is
1: not in the top ten. The Hangover is. Oh, I'll give you partial credit because The Hangover Part Two is tenth. Okay. Only one of these this is was... hard. So it's one of these was obvious to me. Only one of them. Um. The other ones I've... One of them think. was obvious to you. Yeah. um, Yeah, think comic book movie. Deadpool. Yes. Deadpool and Deadpool 2 are both in the top 10. Logan? Logan is in the top 10,
2: yes. Okay, so that'll do it for comic book movies because those are the three rated R comic book movies that I know of. Hmm. There's one more?
1: Yeah. And actually the one that is number one overall for worldwide gross. <clears throat>
2: It's a rated R comic book movie. Yeah.
1: You probably, nobody really considers it a comic book movie probably, but it for sure is. Came out recently, uh, within five years. I'm
2: bad at this. I am super, uh, hang on. It's a comic book movie. You said it's not a comic. It's people don't consider it a comic yeah. book movie, but it is. So it means like it's, it's an off-brand comic. It's not mm-hmm. Marvel DC.
1: Well, kind of. See, this is the thing. I think it gets lost in the shuffle of, because it's not attached to a universe, but it is in one of the big two. It's a Marvel DC show, movie. Yeah. You almost said show. Well, it's a Marvel DV, TV, fucking Marvel DC property. I don't know. What is it? Joker. Joker made that uh. much money. Crazy. So, according to this, this is also worldwide. So, it's not just uh, US, but it's Joker, Deadpool 2, Deadpool, Matrix Reloaded, It, uh, then Detective Chinatown 3, which is a Chinese comedy. Oh. So, see, I was going
2: to see that, but I figured I'd be lost. Skip Detective it. Chinatown. Yeah. You know, all the other One ones.
1: One and two. Oppenheimer, Logan, Passion of the Christ, Hangover Part 2. It's an interesting. Passion list. of the Christ. I should. I should have thought of that one it's a interesting list to be sh- did you see that did you see passion of the christ no Tough watch yeah I, I figured you know what i'm just not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it mm. uh the horror movie that i really want to see the horror movie i want to see talk to me is getting a sequel and it for sure is going to be titled talk to me <laughs> to talk to me <laughs> to talk to me yeah, it's a little too much. For, it's uh Um I saw the highest of
2: praise I think you can get for a horror movie is Guillermo del Toro said that this was his favorite one of his favorite movies of the year. Loved Not it. just horror movie of the year, yeah. but like his just his favorite movie of the year.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, Peter Jackson loved it too, I think. He went, yeah. he went nuts for it. So I I gotta get around to this. Meanwhile, the nun two. Two two <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be, according to reports, the most violent movie in the Conjuring verse. Does that do it for you? No violence. No, nope. no. All right. Uh, Blue Beetles out this week. You Excited for that?
2: Uh, you know what? I, I'm sure it's okay. I'm sure it's a little fun, little movie. I, I, but like, again, what what's the point of this? There isn't.
1: There probably isn't. Because
2: we also heard like Gal Gadot came out today, and she's like, "Oh, like me and Patty Jenkins are making." Wonder Woman three,
1: and then DC's like, "No, you aren't." You're not. Well, did she? What she also said was that James what? Gunn was like, "Hey, we love you as Wonder Woman. We're gonna make Wonder Woman three with you." Just kidding. <laughs> well, I think he. I mean, yeah. are they just like axing everybody now? Yeah, I think so. And I think Blue Beetle, if it somehow makes a lot of money, they'll find a way to bring him back. But if it doesn't, he's gone too. And you got to
2: think like Momoa's on his. Who's left, Momoa?
1: Yeah, but he doesn't even want to be Aquaman, he wants to be Lobo. So it's very confusing. Which is cool. with Me, I'm fine with that. What if they only keep Ezra Miller? <laughs> it's like, dude, everyone else is done, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's got he's, re, yeah. he's recasting the whole
2: I don't think the kid bang. the kid who played uh Cyborg, I don't think they can have him back. No, nope. he had a thing, right? After that whole debacle. He something well, back. he was yeah, basically Joss Whedon's a big racist.
1: Oh, true. Yeah well that'd be more joss whedon's fault i would say
2: but i but he raised a big stink and made it public and
1: yeah who knows as he should have but right. like
2: you know there was negative negative press for dc so i don't think they can yeah. have him back
1: now i don't know I th- yeah they're probably just going to start all over maybe maybe john cena yeah. is the only one left peacemaker he's the only one that gets <laughs> fine America. with that i'm fine with that <laughs> all right let's get to let's get to this <laughs> It's time for should I have bought this and it's brought to you by 47 brand go to 47 brand.com enter the promo code hashtag dork at checkout for 25% off your entire order say you need some new hats Uh, football season just around the corner you need some new shirts go on over there they have both hats and shirts Uh, right everything you need (laughs) do you need clothes for your body and your head they got it (laughs) right tell the people that are not in the YouTube chat what we're looking at here what i
2: see is it's a um looking at the scale it looks like an 8 by 10 maybe a little bit bigger yep um it looks like i'm saying this with love please don't like i'm not making fun of it it looks like a finger painted Uh picture of tony stark on his knees holding up his version of the infinity gauntlet about to snap his fingers yeah um it is a a nice little painting looks like it was done with fingers
1: Sure. Were weren't? Aren't they all? Um, all right.
2: No, like with no brushes, with someone's <laughs> actual fingers. I understand.
1: Yeah, you cut off a man's fingers, use those fingers to paint yeah. <laughs> this photo. So you can this get one, really in the details <laughs> there. Yeah, this one comes in from Phil. He says, "What's up, boys? I came across this artist on Instagram. His name is Andrew Har, and I really love his style. It's actually my exact style. When he posted this one." I just had to have it. I paid blank with shipping. And since it's an actual painting and not a print, I didn't think it was that bad. It still needs to get framed, but it's an 11 by 14. So Davey was right. He's right on the numbers a little bit bigger. 11 by 14 shouldn't be too expensive. Anyway, what do you guys think? So first of all, right, you've described what it is. It's a cool looking Iron Man painting. Very unique. Uh, I assume a one of a, one of a kind. And supporting artists, which I'm absolutely, uh, yes, definitely in favor of how much do you think this item cost? And should he have bought this
2: with shipping? That's right. I'm going to say that this was $67.
1: You are close. You were just under, it was $79 and 90 cents.
2: 11 by 14 yep. supporting local artists mm-hmm. and kind of like you said a one of a kind no one else has this no nope. even nope. if you have something that's like this and he did it again it wouldn't look exactly like this so it i'm is. going to say yeah i would buy that this is
1: how we do it, this is how we do it. Well, right, first of all, everything's expensive right now, right? Everything's super expensive. Mm -hmm. And I would say if you can get like a nice piece that you really like and you're also helping out an artist and it's under a hundred dollars, I feel pretty good about that. You can frame that bad boy. You gotta that's a good conversation piece because like we all have like different random like Marvel or movie shit in our house. Like most people listening to this probably do yeah, just shit everywhere. Look behind me. Yeah. (laughs) That's one that not everybody has. Like a lot of people probably have, like, I have, like, an Inven- uh, Infinity War poster. It's a sick poster, but, like, most people probably have that. I, I, really mm-hmm. I, I kind of like it. Pretty good. That's good. good. That, that's not bad. So that's how you play. So send them into to dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, picture, brief reason why you bought it. And, of course, uh, it's going to be a $25 minimum, and we'll answer the question of whether or not you should have bought it. Uh, normally, at this time, we would segue... Nicely into Davies Video Game Minute, but we're gonna, we're not going to do it this week. We're not doing it. I haven't picked up a
2: video game controller. I did get one of the games I will say that I did get. Don't hit the sounder because it's just a quick thing. You're going to hit it anyway.
1: No, I'm not.
0: It's time for Davies Video Game Minute. Even if it takes more than a
3: minute.
2: <laughs> so I, I did get to pick up a game right before I left. That I'm really excited to play. It's getting a lot of traction on Steam, and it is coming to consoles. I think in the fall. Uh, this game called Dave the Diver. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. So it's kind of like uh, I can't. I can't really explain it because it's like six different games in one. Okay. So if you if, uh, if you're playing Dave the Diver right now, if you can see it, people streaming it and stuff, it looks really fun. Um, so I'm excited to play that. But that's my next conquest.
3: You're going to have problems, just like everything else. But stay
0: positive and stay strong.
1: We got an email. Oh, try last, Joshua. We got an email last week that said we're not using the board enough. How come we're not using the board? I'm like, good point. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Uh, oh yeah, and someone did say that, that oh, we did see the, the Mortal Kombat one. Yeah, people are creating these with AI, and some of them are actually really funny. Oh, it's I don't insane. know if you've seen these.
1: Insane. The the yeah, it's like every the Will Smith person. with like
2: the flame hand and like <laughs> yeah, some of them are really funny. The Joe Biden one's funny. Like,
1: yeah. There's good ones. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely good ones.
2: Greta Thunberg.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I I love when it's like all these like kind of crazy ones, and then fuck, who was the one? It's like a very like just run of the mill celebrity. It like didn't belong with the rest of them. I forget who it was. Oh yeah, it was I like remember. Angela Merkel. You know what? The character I would
2: play though, and I think would have amazing fatalities, is Freddie Mercury.
1: Oh yeah, Freddie Mercury
2: would be good. Like, make Freddie Mercury a character. Why not? That'd what do you good. have to
1: lose? Uh, I don't think any ah, goddamn thing. Nothing. Not Not a goddamn. A fucking thing. thing. Yeah, hey, how about this? Y'all ready for bisque? I think so. Topic du jour. I'm glad you asked. I think I am. It's the topic of the day. And today, a show that we have never talked about on the program, or at least given its own standalone episode Star Wars Rebels, that ran live from 2014 to 2018 on Disney. In total, four seasons. 75 episodes. That's of course, streaming on Disney Plus now. That's how I, we watch the whole thing. And with Ahsoka coming out in, what, 10 days? Ahsoka's coming out quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is going to be very important for Ahsoka. No better time than now to talk about Star Wars Rebels. So let's start spoiler free for those that are mm-hmm. sort of want to dip their toes in. We're not going to go balls deep just yet. But, right, did you like it?
2: It's funny. I didn't now i kind of do if that so on like second i didn't rewatch the whole all 75 episodes yeah yeah, yeah. but enough i i skipped around i was like all right, i had to freshen up on some things for ahsoka and all that stuff and i didn't like the first two seasons of this really at all huh. the third and fourth season are really good but like i wasn't really into it and now i kind of am
1: yeah i uh I'm with you on the first season where I feel like the first two episodes, the good establishment, and then like the last two, for obvious reasons, are pretty good. But there's sort of a lull in the middle in Mm -hmm. in the initial watch, and you're like, "Eh, this is fine. But I just love so many of these characters that are in this show, and I want to see them again. And I think Rebels is – some of the high-end rebel stuff is as good as any – high-end Star Wars stuff, and I think some people probably see, like, oh, it's animated, Eh, whatever, and they kind of maybe skipped over it before, or, you know, it's on Disney, even though Star Wars is for sure for kids, it's maybe even more kiddie thing, but this show, similar to Clone Wars, is some of the best Star Wars stuff. Now, there's so many episodes of both. To your point, there can be some filler, or maybe you sit and you watch an episode, and you're like, all right, well, not really a whole lot happened there, but when this thing ramps it up to 11, I'd put it up there with anything. Uh, yeah
2: and I think the other thing too is um and this is just my preference but the animation that they used in the beginning like the especially the first season was bad like it didn't look good yeah it changed cuz I watched it after the fact mm-hmm. and then it got progressively better yeah like as it went but like the first season of this looked like dog shit
1: <laughs> fucking dog shit and I think yeah. it was also a little bit more skewed to the younger audience then which is fine but I think as it went on, it kind of also matured a little bit, sort of like a Harry Potter mm-hmm. series. I think if somebody said to me, they said, Hey, I think Rebels is the best Star Wars TV show, I wouldn't I wouldn't punch him in the penis, Ryan. I think it's a fair take. I think Clone Wars is better. But this just on one, volume,
2: oh, I think they they the yeah. numbers game worked in their favor. They true, so. true.
1: I think both to me are at this point now, I think they're both better than the Mandalorian and Andor let's Andor might be better, but Andor has another season hard to compare one season of Andor to a million episodes of these two series. But I think so. Okay. God. So just so we've had three seasons of the Mandalorian. Yes.
2: I, I would put season one of the Mandalorian above most star Wars things. Yeah. And I like you said. I think there's enough meat on the rebels' bone mm-hmm. that makes it a contender. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, I think I think those are the four answers. It's either your favorite Star Wars show has to either be Mandalorian and or Clone Wars or this, and that's the top four in some order. Because then you have Bad Batch, you have Tales of the Jedi, but then like Book of Bubba Fett and Obi Wan Kenobi were trash for the most part.
2: Well, Wasn't there what? It was like resistance to star Wars resistance. Yeah, I never was saw another that. show on like Disney or something. Yeah, That takes place yeah, like never saw it either.
1: further on. Right. That's like, yeah. After episode seven and eight, nine, I think but it's a, it's a different I timeline. Think. This happens to be my favorite timeline or time period in star Wars. And I think it's not a surprise that they ended up going back and making a lot of shows and movies based on this. But cause I remember even as like a little kid, when the prequels came out and being like, well, I, I like how it ends, you know, in episode three, and I know where it picks up in episode four, but that whole middle ground, episode three and a half, if you will, where Darth Vader is the most intimidating presence and the powerful being, we need more of that. And that's where all these shows, that's where Andor is, that's where Rogue One is, that's where Rebels is. So I love this time. And then meeting some of the new characters, also overlapping with some of the old ones. I think they do a fucking great job of that.
2: I agree. I absolutely agree. And I, like you said, there's nothing better than full Tang Vader.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's the best. And just like the way characters yeah. talk about him, like they're just like, no, they're, really- they're scared
2: to death of him. Yeah.
1: It's awesome. Yeah. Who's your favorite character in rebels in, I mean, other than Ahsoka. Yeah.
2: Um. Maybe Sabine.
1: Yeah. I love Sabine. I'm a big Sabine yeah. fan. I got the, I got the, you got the thing? A little pop here. I tell you, I hated... Yeah, ooh. I like that piece.
2: Obviously, Bo-Katan is great, too. I, I Ezra. Ezra's annoying. Yeah. But I'm... If we're not getting into spoilers, Ezra's going to play a huge role in this.
1: Ezra's going to be one way or another. Ezra, I didn't like in the first couple of seasons. That was also why those two seasons aren't as good. I think he gets better, but I think he's the worst in the group. Like, I like... Mm-hmm. Hera way better. I like Sabine, Zeb, uh, Kanan, Thrawn. Like oh, the, one of the best villains. Yeah, in the yeah, pretty good. Uh, so I
2: I did I did this like quick recap of the Thrawn books that came out. There was a trilogy of Thrawn. Yeah, books. yeah, yeah. So I did like I didn't read them, but I did like a um like recap. So someone like recapped each book, and it's pretty interesting. That, that character is wildly underrated. And I hope that they kind of like delve into like what he had been up to, yeah. And like what he's been in those books. Like I hope they like talk about it a little bit in the show.
1: I know that that's why the show has a chance. And I know Star Wars shows always haven't been the best, right? Like Obi Wan left such a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. But that the recipe is there. Like just Ahsoka herself starring in the show with Sabine mm-hmm. and Hera being back in it, and then with Thrawn being like the big bad guy. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, this for sure is a must watch, but if you're on a time crunch, we'll get into some of the episodes that are re- like, there are certain episodes that are absolutely must watch. If you got more time to kill, you can, you know, watch the whole series, but, uh, what is your dork score for the series? Four and a half. Okay. I'm going five. I like it a little bit more than you. Yeah. I'm going five. Uh, obviously it's not perfect and you can, if you can. You know, way heavier the uh, the highs of the series. are gonna like it a lot more. But, uh, yeah. So Rebels definitely worth watching. And we're gonna get into what do I got here? Six or seven must watch episodes, and they're all like mm-hmm. 22 minutes too. So you can absolutely rip through these things, no problem. But uh, all right, anything else non spoiler with Rebels?
2: No, like you said, I think this is a show. And again, the good of this show, there's 75 episodes. I would say there are like. I think you listed a bunch, but the, I would say there are about fifteen episodes that are
1: five or sixes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I yeah. You know, no so. doubt. No doubt.
0: Spoilers!
1: Spoilers! Spoilers! Here come the spoilers! All right. So I think the like first episode is important just like you know the first chapter of a book like Mm -hmm. you're gonna you might not be the best stuff but uh, at least introduce you to the characters so you realize Ezra is kind of he's like Aladdin but he's a Jedi and but he doesn't really know he's a Jedi yet and I don't know like at first I was like oh here we go again like with like the kid like we saw it with Anakin we saw it with Mm -hmm. Luke and like now it's just the same thing but I feel like the supporting cast and like that you find out that they're already uh, a team, right? Like Hera and Kanan and Sabine and Zeb are already a team. And Chopper, good, really good little droid. Chopper, good. yep uh, But then they meet Ezra, and so that's really all you need from the first couple of episodes. Uh, although the first face you see from in episode one is Darth Vader, so that's where you're like, eh, yes, we're in for something. We're in for something. Uh, I would say, Ryan, uh, season two, episodes twenty one and twenty two. Uh, this series like Clone Wars does a ton of like two episode or three episode arcs, and it's called Twilight of the Apprentice, and this is what we're talking about with some of the best stuff Star Wars has to offer. When at one point you have Darth Maul, Ahsoka, Darth Vader, Kanan Jarrus, and Ezra Bridger, whether you like him or not, like and oh, and um, what the fuck, uh, the Inquisitors all in a Sith temple at the same time. Like, it's the coolest shit in the world. And
2: I think I was looking at, like, lightsaber fights throughout the Star Wars universe and, like, ranking them, and always in, like, the top five is the Ahsoka versus Maul.
1: Yeah. The one thing about this series, it feels like, is there's not a lot of drawn-out fight scenes Right, like yeah. there's there's very few like oh this is just like a whole look at this thing like Lord of the Rings style. They're usually kind of kind of quick, but uh, especially if you watch Clone Wars, and I assume people that watch Rebels did watch Clone Wars. Like you know the relationship of Ahsoka and Anakin, and then what mm-hmm. happens at the very end of Clone Wars, and then there's obviously a, a time because this takes place 14 years after Clone Wars, so yes. a lot has changed. And Ahsoka comes face to face with Darth Vader. But prior to that, even Darth Maul is badass as Darth Maul is. And I'm glad that the animated shows brought him back because you got a whole nother thing out of him. But even he's like he was using them because he knew like straight up against Vader. He had no fucking chance. Yeah, just sick. Uh, but yeah. And, and again, I've, I've, go ahead. I was going to say, I
2: would, one of the things I really did like about the show, other than, you know, Ahsoka and Sabine and Hera and like all that stuff, they, they actually, like, gave Maul a character. Yeah. Like, he wasn't just this, like, speechless thug. Like, no. this is a guy, like, I, this guy went through some shit. Oh, yeah. And sure. you see it play out, and it's actually really compelling stuff.
1: Yeah, and he has a good, uh, he has a really good or interesting relationship with Ezra. And that could maybe mm-hmm. play out in the future as well. Like if there's any kind of, ooh, could Ezra slip into the dark side a little bit? But Maul to me is is similar to Ahsoka insofar as uh, Ahsoka was a Jedi and then shit went kind of south. And so she still practices the force, but she doesn't really, she doesn't say she's a Jedi. Whereas no. Darth Maul was a Sith and then shit went south. And so he's like, he'll still do dark side shit, but he's not a Sith. And I think
2: it's not, they won't say they are Jedi. They are vehemently like, I am not a Jedi. I am not a
1: Sith. Yeah, it's sick. But like, yeah. so that's why there's like, at times there's these weird partnerships. Cause it's like, all right, we don't really get along, but it's like our end game. Or like, we both hate the same person. Like they both hate Darth Sidious. So there's, there's that. I
2: think, I think it's interesting too, that like, and I'm, I, I know we're talking about Clone Wars here and not Rebels, but like the fact that the Jedi order fucked up yeah with Ahsoka
1: yeah big time
2: and she called them out on it mm-hmm. and that's why it's not because you know uh, Anakin went to the dark side she quit before that yeah and it was because they didn't have her back they were gonna li- hang her out to fucking dry
1: oh yeah they are not uh, perfect even though they, they come across no. as though they, they think that they are yeah but this was this this is was also where Darth Maul uh, blinds Kanan Jarrus mm-hmm. uh, as voiced by Freddie Prince jr. And uh he ends up being like a really strong character in this whole thing. We'll get to another episode where he's really important, but I think, yeah, you can go back and, and watch this. Yeah. Lear. I'm, I'm with Lear's in the chat. Twilight of the apprentice might be the best star Wars story arc since empire. I think it is like, what's better than that. Andor. Andor is really good, <laughs> but, but this... Rogue one, but like, I, see, I get it. I get I, what you're saying. I yeah. like this more than Rogue One. And maybe it's just because Ahsoka, Vader, and Maul are three of my five best, five favorite characters, and they're all there together. But what's the
2: best Vader scene in all of Star Wars?
1: Hmm. You want to say it. It's probably, yeah, I mean, it probably is. <laughs> it's probably that, Rogue One. Yeah. But that was also two minutes, where this is like 40 right. good minutes if you take these yeah. two episodes together. Uh I like that. Uh Season three, episode 16 is Legacy of Mandalore. This is a good episode for Sabine. And because, again, she's going to be a major character in Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. And you see more Mandalorian stuff. So if you guys like the Mandalorian TV show, like this also dives into Mandalore a little bit more, how they get kind of split up, uh, some more Darksaber stuff. Um, And so this is where it was confusing to me, though. I'm going to ask you because
2: I remember I I watched through these episodes again at one point Sabine just gives the dark saber to Bo.
1: But yeah, Bo-Katan. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because that's, yeah, that's not how you're supposed to do it, but she uh, doesn't yeah. want to be like their leader. And she recognizes that Bo-Katan is the best leader, but she's also, yeah. So she gives it to her because she thinks she can unite all of them. But that's Lord. what Din well, Din Djarin did it too. And she's,
2: it's like you can't give it to me. You right. can't just give it to me. Right. And maybe maybe it's because she lost it. Oh, oh. Maybe, oh no. You're getting choppy on me.
1: I am getting choppy nope. on you. That's my goddamn my goddamn internet. Man, son of a bitch. Uh yeah. So I mean there there are like yeah. certain rules to it with a dark side. I lose you. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Din Djarin, like, she did, like, a similar thing. Like, oh, here you go. It's like, yeah. you're supposed to win The fact that, like,
2: Din tried to give it to her, and she's like, and she's like, I can't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I don't know why that was. Well, that's, like, a little discrepancy that it was, like, a little splinter in my head, but we're past it now.
1: <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, Still a great episode. That yeah. same season, season three, episode 20, the episode called Twin Sons. This is the end of Darth Maul, and I thought they did such an amazing job built, like, bringing him back from the dead, those awesome, awesome episodes in Clone Wars with, like, the whole Sisters thing and everything on Dathomir was mm-hmm. insane in Clone Wars, and then he's good again in Rebels, and then he's looking for revenge on Obi-Wan Kenobi. He finds Obi-Wan on Tatooine, and, you know, this is the whole setup, like, him just watching Luke Skywalker, and Darth Maul's like he kind of figures the whole thing out too. He's like, all right, he's not just like hiding here. Like he's, he's doing something here. He confronts him, and Obi-Wan kills Darth Maul. Like for real. And again, (laughs) he kills him again. And it was the quickest goddamn fight you've ever seen. And then like, just like that, he was gone. And I was like, kind of bummed. I'm like, I wanted more Maul, even if he got banished and he just like knew he was out there somewhere. I was kind of Bummed, but this is the other thing, and we can talk about it with some of the other characters too. Rye is that they're doing this show knowing that episodes four, five, and six, which have obviously already come out, how do you have no references to these characters or like the you know some of these new ones? So they mm-hmm. need to find like you're not going to have Darth Maul in here. So like we already killed him once. Like we is he going to be bopping around at this time? Like when Vader's around more or or not? So maybe that was one of the reasons yeah, why they decided to kill him.
2: And Yeah, again, and I think, like, it's funny to me now that you mention that, in retrospect, that, like, Obi-Wan never talks to Luke about stuff, shit that went down prior to that meeting. Right. Like, there's a lot... And just just to mention, like, I've been here a long time watching you. People have come and tried to find me, including Darth Vader. Yeah. Like, people have hunted me down as I'm trying to protect you.
1: What well, Which is... Never
2: mentioned it. Never thought to mention it. No.
1: Yeah, like, Luke yeah. Skywalker... He probably, I mean, I'm sure he's heard the stories of Darth Maul, but he didn't have any ideas how close he was to him. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that's fucking pretty crazy. And then you see Luke at one point, like, running across, and you hear his aunt screaming for his name. Right. So I think I think it's, like, rip right from the movie. They have that. Uh, and then I would say, again, if you just – there's there's plenty of good episodes, but those are three amazing ones. And then basically the final three or four, like, if you want to skip ahead – So it's Season 4, Episodes 13, 14, and then the finale is 15, 16. They just throw them right together. So it's uh, World Between Worlds, A Fool's Hope, Family Reunion, and Farewell. And World Between Worlds, Ryan, this is the Star Wars version of kind of changing time and space, right? Like we've seen it in literally every comic book universe to this point. And this is sort of Star Wars' version like portals and all that kind of shit
2: yeah and i think if i'm if you look at the ahsoka poster there's like where the o in ahsoka or above it there's like this map it looks like a map i think that's it i think so i think that's going to play a huge role in this yeah um and i was i was going over this stuff and i'm starting i'm watching the ahsoka trailer and like going through uh rebels again and i was hitting this hard and i you know obviously you do your research and you hear I'm not the first person to have had this thought, um, but that somehow Ezra, uh, Ezra is there because Ezra—you don't never see him die—and you, obviously you know he's in the show, so you know he's out there doing something. And he was the one who pulled Ahsoka out of that fight, yeah, with Vader. So he knows how to get there. He knows how to work it. And I think people are going to try. Or the whole point of this is they have to stop him from maybe undoing, I don't know, like uh, Order 66, like he's going to undo the whole thing, or he's trying to.
1: Yeah, I wonder. Well, he's also on, he and Thrawn got attached to those space whales.
2: Like those space whales,
1: what yeah. Were they the pergils or whatever they are? And they just hyperspeed and they're gone. So they're on like, what uh, they call it like the place beyond or whatever it is. It's like, it's so far away. And so I think now yeah. it's going to be, Looking for Ezra, and you don't know if Ezra is still with Thrawn, if they got broken up, or, or how the whole thing's going. Oh, good, this or if
2: they're like working together. Because one of the things that I heard in the like watching the Thrawn recap of the books is he mentions to somebody that there's a greater threat in the universe, in the galaxy, to than the Empire. I love it. And the best way he could he could figure out how to fight that was to join the Empire. I love it. So he has the he has the whole navy at his command. So he's thinking like. It's not this. I'm not worried about Palpatine. There's something fucking crazier than him out there that I need his resources to fight. I love it. And so, like, Thrawn in this, these books becomes, like, this anti-villain. Not an anti-hero. He's an anti-villain mm-hmm. who's doing something
1: nobly but using evil means to do it. And he's the best strategist we've seen, right, in all of Star yes. Wars. Oh, he's... You ever see that it's
2: always sunny when Max, like, I'm playing both sides. And they're like, you can't tell me you're playing both sides. Like <laughs> yeah. you can't say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah He's like, right. but I am. He's like, yeah, but you're not supposed to let people know that that's what you're doing. But he's playing like, I, I mean, the, I, the analogy was like he playing, He's playing like 3d chess. Yeah. yeah. Like he's playing everyone against everybody. So there, it doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me if he was working with Ezra at this point.
1: Fuck. Yeah. Good point. And I do love, I always love a villain that doesn't raise their voice like that's, Oh, scary shit! It's scarier when he's like calm the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thron. So Thrawn, those people
2: when they get really mad, they just get quiet. Yeah,
1: you're like uh, is everything all right? You're like no, everything's not. All right. <laughs> yeah, Thron. Yeah, Thrawn's sick. Um, all right. Oh, Lear's is all over this in the chat. Look at this one. Yeah. So, so I was.
2: So this was the whole thing with the book. So like there was this whole thing, um, with Thron, and the, go to the next one. Okay. The Risk. So there's these these weird aliens that like could figure out your deepest darkest secrets. So they, so his thought is like, if they can get to Palpatine, like we're all fucked. Wow. And they figured out how to like navigate. So like, you know how you go like hyperspace, like you could crash into stuff. It has to be like all calculated. Mm -hmm. They figured out a way to like freewheel it. No shit. So they can get to like the center of the universe without having to like stop and go. Like they can just get there.
1: How fucking cool. If they apply this, because the, the Skywalker saga, if you will, like it, Awesome, but probably kind of ran his course. So it's like, all right, where are you going to go? Like, Darth Sidious was kind yeah. of like a eh, coming back. No, but I was at Lears' other fun fact. It's like pop up video here with Lears. He said, in the fight where Obi Wan uh kills Darth Maul in episode 20 from season three, he says, Obi Wan beats Maul with a move that Gwygon tried to pull on Maul in their fight. Maul takes the bait and Obi Wan beats him. There you go. Which would explain. Well, that's like, it, it, it
2: harkens to that whole thing. I think it was in, um, tales of the jedi when like the training sequence were like um anakin was like just having ahsoka do the same thing over and oh, over yeah. and over and over yep. again and then it actually saved her life
1: yeah a right, good point too on tales yeah. of the jedi there's what three ahsoka episodes so if you're jones and yeah. for ahsoka stuff between now and the show in addition to rebels you can go back and watch those as well and one of them is react now is really important yeah oh yeah hell yeah, yeah. Uh, going back to the world between worlds and uh, oh, so also, which is cool, so that, that great fight scene that we're talking about with Ahsoka and Darth Vader and they meet each other and the, the fight scene's great, but so is the dialogue between the two. But then you also see the rest of that fight, right? Because Ezra pulls her out when that's going on. Mm-hmm. So like you saw a couple minutes of it in season two. And then you get like another angle of it, and you get a little bit more of that same encounter, which is sick, which she cuts the fucking mask, and then he's got half the mask, and she thinks it's Anakin for a second. And you're like, it's not. Uh yeah, it's the coolest shit. So Ezra, all did you get the sense that uh Palpatine or Sidious he wanted Ezra? Because Ezra has the ability, right, to get into that place. Like, Ezra's different than other mm-hmm. Jedi in that regard. And so he was going to use them because if Palpatine had control of that area, then fucking forget about it.
2: Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can, and again, um, it's a kind of a trope now, but to be able to, like, we're talking time, if you mess with the timeline, yeah, like, what it will do. Because there's that scene in that world between worlds where um, he pulls Ahsoka out and then... He goes and tries to get Kanan, and she's like, "Don't do
1: that." Right,
2: right, yeah,
1: yeah. Sidious like tempts him, and he's like, "Oh, you can just go back to your parents. Like your parents are alive in this version, and you can go to back to them." And he like almost does. It. He's like, "I can't do that." And then, yeah, uh, pretty sweet. Uh, so then the final two episodes, or like the final like mega episode, you get you get some good double cross. Double cross, triple cross Mm -hmm. in there and who's on what side. And you get sort of Ezra, big brain Ezra plays in here going up against Thrawn. And then Space Whale's out of nowhere. But I understand why they did it. Like going back to what we're talking about before, you have all these really cool characters who aren't mentioned or seen in like the three main Star Wars movies. So like you had to, you literally had to make Thrawn disappear. And you kind of had to make Ezra disappear in a way. And I'm I'm glad, though, that they didn't kill them because guess what? Filoni's in charge now, and he can bring them back in TV shows.
2: And Lears would know. the Lears in the chat would know this, but what was the name of that thing? It was like a big minotaur-looking thing in the sky that talked to Kanan. Oh. That, like, force bull that, like, said it, it was like a watcher said it wasn't going to get involved, and yeah. then it did. Yeah. Oh what was God. the name? It was like the something.
1: Well that's what's so funny about both of the animated shows is how it's full on canon. Like this is this is legit yeah. stuff that happened, but there are some weird fucking things. uh The Bendu. He got me. <laughs> yeah, the Bendu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a crazy character too. Um some of the uh connections too. So Kanan Jarrus, you can in uh Rise of the uh Rise of Skywalker. Uh, so what was that, episode nine, you know, when mm-hmm. Ray's hearing all the different Jedi voices, uh, Kanan, yeah. Kanan is one of them. And so is Ahsoka.
2: Yes. So, so that leads us to believe that Ahsoka
1: is now no longer with us. Probably. I mean, by episode yeah. nine, probably not. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that'll be sad. I don't know. I don't it to, will be sad. I don't want to deal with that. So the end, the end, literally, because not only does the does uh, the show end where like Ezra makes that sacrifice, so Ezra and Thrawn are they're gone. We don't know where they are. The rest of the team is fine. They save Lothal, um, and then there's like a little bit of a time jump, and it's sort of like the epilogue, and it's like what they're all doing, and Sabine and Ahsoka get together, and so they're like, we gotta we gotta find Ezra, and Sabine's got the haircut that looks just like uh, the one that's in the show now. She has mm-hmm. Ezra's lightsaber. That green lightsaber, which is like in the character posters, that's Ezra's. Ezra's second one. Uh, Vader destroyed his first one. But is that right. so Sabine has Ezra's lightsaber. So those two are going to pair up and go. Uh Hera has a kid with Kanan. So Hera's son, Jason Sindula, I'm guessing is going to be in this show too. Right? Yes. Um Hair, also, cool Easter egg. I think we talked about this a while ago, but in Rogue One, when they're getting ready to go to battle, you can hear over the intercom, they're like, uh, General Syndulla, please report to whatever. And then you also see, you literally see Chopper, like, flying by. Yeah. Because they talked about how she was in the, uh, she fought in the Battle of Endor, and like she did all these different, like rebel like, rebel things, so... That's cool. that like they've tied her in, and now Mary Elizabeth Winstead as friend her. of the podcast, friend of the show, yeah, and real life wife to Obi Wan Kenobi. I like that. Pretty awesome. And how
2: cool would it be to be their kid? Because they have kids, right? They have a kid or twins. They or might.
1: Oh yeah, I think they might.
2: Yeah. Um, like yeah, both my parents were in Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. and they go like, were they like extras? Like no, man. Like they were like the real deal. Star Wars. They were the real deals, right? Do you, See that story that like Henry Cavill's nephew told his class that his uncle was Superman and everyone, his teacher called him like a liar. (laughs) And then he like doubled down on it and the teacher like called home. So Henry Cavill showed up to the kid's school. That's pretty sweet. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. If it were my nephew, I would have done the exact same thing. Hell yeah, I would have
1: been there. Bet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, so that's sort of, it leaves off in a place where, I think real big fans of Rebels, I'm guessing like Lears in the chat and others, were probably so hopeful that the new trilogy, like we're going to involve some Rebels characters or some of these shows. We're going to do it a little bit quicker than they have because it's set up on a tee for you. Like you could bring us oh, ah, right and Sabine back. You can, come- you can smell it It's right there. It's right there. Christ's sake. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah, but I'm, man, I'm, uh, I'm pumped. So some of these characters, well, I guess, yeah, they're going to have to talk about where they were during episode four, five, and six, Mm -hmm. right? Because Ahsoka takes place the same timeline as Mandalorian. So it's post six, but it's way before uh, episode seven. So it's in that kind of wheelhouse now that we're working in, but I like, I'm just as fascinated to hear about those stories. Like what Ahsoka and Sabine and Hera were doing for the last, what is that? 20 years or whatever.
2: 20. Yeah. And it's, and so this is where it's going to get interesting because you have these like, so this is where my, and I know when I said, I'm no, I'm not the person, the first person to recognize this, the mm-hmm. two new characters who are Jedi adjacent, I guess. Yeah. Um, Balin skull and shin Hati, played by Ray Stevenson and Ivana. S- sack no okay, all
1: right
2: whatever yep um again i'm sorry to have to do this but the names skull and hottie
1: oh hell yeah are,
2: they're norse yeah come on i got i got her where's my girl scotty or scotty no so it's scott it's hottie so hot so that's scott scotty but yeah. hottie and they are the two wolves that chase the sun and the moon at Odin's request, and when they catch them, that starts Ragnarok,
1: or even the Romans or Greeks,
2: right? So <laughs> you name those two characters that on purpose, which then brings up the loath, the, the loath wolves, yeah, hell yeah. So are they actually loath wolves? Oh. Are they working for them? Perhaps. And there was a so the name that Ahsoka takes when she's hiding is like. um, lathe it's, it's, some, it's something like that but that's the name of one of the moons no shit on the on planet interesting so like they're chasing her and like so um yeah Lothi and the, yeah i forget the name but, but like Lear's is all over it um <laughs> but we uh um so yeah so they're like these are they working for the loath wolves hmm. who are responsible for ezra getting into the that place
1: yeah it's possible
2: so like yeah I'm, my mind's spinning right. They could go any number of directions. And is this the threat that Thrawn was talking about? Is could, this kid could fucking be. everything up? Could be. You know, so there is that why Thrawn's hunting him? Right. And using these two to do it?
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah. So actually, and um, just to clean it up, I think I said, I think it's actually only nine years after Rebels is when the state, that's when Mandalorian takes place because the Mandalorian mm-hmm. was like, five years after Jedi I think give or take so the characters are so take how you saw him ending in Rebels and then just add nine years so basically if Ahsoka and Sabine are looking for him it's been nine years since they've seen him like looking for Ezra and
2: did you so watching the trailer again Sabine had to have some training under Ahsoka at some point right she does call her master
1: yeah definitely in the trailer yeah yeah, she could definitely wield the old saber like she had the dark saber at one point. And then she has Ezra's lightsaber now, but she also has all the Mandalorian getup, and she's like a right. badass like she could make weapons. In fact, the Empire used her. That's how like her whole storyline. They used her to make weapons. And uh,
2: someone actually on on the Internet said that like, you can be trained with lightsabers and not be force sensitive. Hmm. So is that, and again, so Ahsoka isn't a Jedi anymore, so she's free to do whatever she wants. She probably just trained her how to use it. Yeah. But might not be a force user.
1: Yeah, she may not be. No. And then uh, you would think, like, season four of The Mandalorian, I would think Sabine's got to be in that. They got to bring her back. Like, do we see Luke again in this? (sighs) I mean, uh, you could. You could definitely see Luke. You kind of you could.
2: have to, right? Because he's got to be starting his school at this point, right?
1: Yeah, like I said. Then at, at one point, you're going to see a young Kylo Ren. Like you're going to start to bleed into mm-hmm. that, although that is f- much further down the road. But Kylo's going to be born probably pretty soon, Yes. Right? Like he, so Han and Leia are out there, and that's the other thing. Like Hera, if Hera worked as closely with like the rebels as sort of been alluded to. I would assume Han Solo and Leia know Hera really well, yeah um Lear's thinks Luke and Ezra should be the same age, I guess yeah, how old was Ezra? maybe think? not far apart, right? probably not too far apart. I would feel like Ezra's because a they bit said older. that um
2: skull the Ray Winstone's character would technically be the same age as Anakin,
1: okay yeah. There's a lot going on. I love it. I'm excited.
2: I'm looking at this character, who's this this actress who's playing Hati Shin Hati. She is the exact. If I were to do the Daily Dozen trivia celebrity mashup, yeah, she would be Chloe Moretz, Chloe Grace Moretz, and Elizabeth um, Shue. Hurley. No, um, uh, Elizabeth Queen, Scarlet of Witch. Oh, Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen Olsen, like they are the same people mixed together.
1: Huh. Oh, how you about this? Oh, so Lear, there's another Lear's fact Ezra was born the day the Empire was formed. That was also the same day Padme died and had the twins. So Ezra would be huh. apparently exactly the exact same age, huh? Huh, interesting as Luke and Leah. Is, yeah, so is he going to come back and be, like, an absolute badass? Like, I feel like even though he's not your favorite character or my favorite character, just the way he was really the central character of Rebels, and then for him to be gone now for nine years, either working with or against Thrawn or whatever, but having to survive probably in a place that's crazy, there's a chance he could come back as one of the stronger Force users, like, ever, I would think. Mm. They could build it that way anyway if they want. Uh, what else? Anything else we missed here? Any other theories out there? I love your thought yeah, so,
2: one. Yeah, and uh, so more uh, Morgan Elspeth who you see, she she's the one who Ahsoka fought in the Mandalorian. Remember, she was like guarding that place.
1: Oh yeah, and she got that staff, right?
2: Yes, yes. she had she had the Beskar staff. Yeah, the, um, she's a night Sister. That's my,
1: and the only, the name
2: Morgan seems really out of place in Star Wars. Morgan. Yeah. And the, the witch in the, uh, King Arthur set of stories is named Morgana. Ah, they don't do like Filoni doesn't do this for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like he no. wouldn't name, like the name Ezra is weird to me. Ezra Bridger is a weird name. <laughs> like there has to be some significance there, but the name Morgan, like to use that as, and she has like the little like tattoo thing on her head. Yeah. My guess is she's a, she's a night sister. Oh my God. Anything. Night gonna do some magic. Give us yeah.
1: some live action night sisters. Oh, you got one. Yeah. I hope so. I hope you're right. I like that very much. Uh, Yeah. So this comes out. We might even, they're releasing the first two episodes. Uh, I think was it on the twenty twenty eighth, right? Twenty third, eighth twenty third? Think, but maybe we'll do an episode just recapping those first two. I think it could be, yeah, man. I think it could be that good. Something else. Mm, something.
2: I hope they don't do the thing where they're like, it's one. They know it's a shit one, so they throw it away. So it's like we'll package them together, so it's like soften the blow a little bit because one of them kind of sucks and it's all set setup.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think most of the shows that have done this, that's kind of been the case, right? Mm-hmm. Like even WandaVision. I remember WandaVision did it. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Goddamn. I wish fucking Secret Invasion
1: did it. <laughs> just get them, just get them get all those over. those out of the way. Fuck. I think it's eight episodes too, which I think is the sweet spot. Eight's really good. We talked about this. Eight's, it's good. Eight's it. because Secret Invasion. It's longer like, than a movie. Yeah, but six, I feel like you don't really even have something. Whereas like uh, anything more than 12 is kind of bonkers in this day and age At 10 you could probably sell me on 10 but 8 yeah give me 8
2: now they talked about this being just like a one like obi-wan like we're done after this or is it like
1: i don't know i don't know could we'll they s- do a second season the fact that they're doing two seasons of andor would tells me that you could do two seasons of anything that's true it's true i can't wait for that andor but that's probably going to be just super oh. delayed right by all the Strikes
2: is so now that we're on that. Is that this the jailbreak episode of andor andor one of the best Star Wars single episodes of anything you've seen in Star Wars?
1: Oh, yeah, that's up there. Yeah, that's definitely up there. So good. Ooh, that's actually not a bad topic right there. Just like the 10 yeah. best Star Wars like moments or storylines, mm-hmm. like we're saying, or like something, mm-hmm. scenes. Yeah, we'll figure that out.
2: Yeah, that's... or just like episodes. Like, t- take every not movie and yeah. break it down. It's like the 10 best scenes from our episodes for each of those.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, kind of like it. Because even Book of Bubba Fett, as bad as it was, had like one episode that was pretty fucking oh, crazy. Was it uh,
2: season two, the last episode of season two of The Mandalorian? Yeah blow your balls off.
1: Dude, I the I, uh the Ahsoka Tano Mandalorian episode, which I think was episode 3 maybe, where uh, of season 2, just called the Jedi, mm-hmm. fucking amazing. The one you're talking about with the But I'm talking about when Luke shows up. Oh, yeah, it's insane. That insane. was insane. Yeah.
2: That was wild. Yeah. Have you ever watched like on YouTube the react the blind reactions to that? Oh, when great. people the first time they watched it, people just going bananas.
1: I like when they always do the edit of the packed bar with the screen and every it's like yeah. clearly from like a Manchester United <laughs> game or something, but when the fucking right. like Luke shows up, it's like
2: yeah! Oh, uh, all right.
1: <laughs> let's get to let's get to this. Pick of the bomb, pick of the bar. pick of the bar, pick of the b All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may choose at this time to defend a goal. I will defer right. to you. Very good. I haven't finished it yet. It's only an hour and 12 minutes, but, uh, you know, I've been watching so much lost. I barely have time for anything else. (laughs) I am on, I'm on to season five, by the way. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I'm blind. Not messing around. So we'll do a lost episode at some point with our guy Rossi, but I've I've watched, I got like 25 minutes left, but the Johnny Manziel documentary on Netflix, is it good? The untold Johnny football. Pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. He was. Such... I did see that
2: little clip where they were talking to his agent. Yeah, about him on the iPad, like we can track how much film he's watched. Yeah, Belpus. Yeah, he was. I don't think he was. Cut what do you mean?
1: I don't think he was cut out to be a professional. Uh, no. Oh, the crazy story that that like it's a spoiler, I guess, but everybody's been tweeting about it is that when he was making all those all that money from like uh, autographs and he had like all this nice yeah. stuff, and then he and his buddy made up a rumor. That his parents have like oil money. And it was like an accepted fact. I remember saying that. I remember hearing people, anybody like on TV talking about him, would like bring it up like it was fact. It's like, that wasn't true. And yet, that was. I was, was the- talking to somebody about this. Thing. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: Sorry. I keep stepping on you today. I don't know. My it's, timing's off. My fine. timing's off. It's fine. I, I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and they were like, it's the college football version of the Marilyn Manson ribs story. <laughs> And that like was, we just assumed that that's true. Like had okay, to
1: had to be true. Yeah, he but, removes his ribs so he could SSD. Right. No, yeah. Just take one, two ribs out. Whatever he needs to do. <laughs> you can get there because that makes sense. Because that's what you, that's what would Who would do that? Like like he's not a contortionist who would just do that. Like, <laughs> anyway,
2: yeah. yeah I, I'm so I'm, I'm interested in watching that because I want to see it because I don't want to think of him as like a total scumbag, just like a stupid kid. And I think that's kind of how they're trying to like play it like he's just a stupid fuck. If you gave if you gave 20-year-old me millions of dollars and all the fame in the world, I would probably be
1: dead. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be. I but he also yeah. just feels like one of those guys that was so talented that but didn't really put the work in and just was like I'm going to get by on my overwhelming mm-hmm. athletic ability and then when it gets to like the pros it's like, eh, all right." every now everybody because a job yeah and like is that fun anymore no and everybody's yeah. that good or better so yeah. but yeah it's cool he was he was one of the most fun college football players i've ever seen so like it was just reliving some of those highlights and stuff was pretty cool all
2: right what do you got all right so i it's another podcast and i you love a true crime right oh yeah hell yeah So this one, I I heard about it and it's on Wondry right now. I'm trying to find it somewhere else because you can only listen to the first episode for free. So I'm going to try to like find it somewhere else. But it's this podcast called The Apology Line. Have you heard about this? No. So this guy in like the 80s and 90s started this thing in New York City where he started like a toll-free number. So it was like a suicide hotline thing. It's like a toll-free number that you can call and you could apologize. Rant anonymously and he even said on the thing like make it anonymous like i don't want to know your name i don't want to like whatever and it get it got super out of control and like took over this guy's life and at the end of the per- so he's getting people confessing to like muggings and you know stealing from their family members murders like people just like and like this at the end of the first episode it's so captivating and so wild like this. The guy just did it, it as like a fun thing to do. Like he thought it would be funny. Like, and he would like bring the tapes to like dinner parties.
1: Like calico cut um, pants. The guy started it right. on a whim, but now he's swimming in the feed. He's
2: underwater. Yeah. So the, the first episode ends with this guy calling him and confessing to all this stuff, muggings, murders, um, all the shit. And he's like, and I'm so, and the guy says, I'm so thankful for you putting this together, and I just feel really bad. I'm gonna find you and kill you. And the, right before I do it, I'm just gonna say it's Bernie, and you're gonna know that it was me. Like I'm, and that's how the first episode ends.
1: Oh my god!
2: So I'm like, I gotta find this podcast somewhere. It's like, so it's called the Apology Line, captivating shit. Holy when you're god. going three hours, three and a half hours from North Conway to Southborough, Massachusetts. <laughs> That's what you. That's what you listen to. We hopefully your kids are asleep in the back.
1: Yeah, that is yeah. Otherwise, they're gonna have some questions. That's amazing. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that'd be a good uh, Netflix series. But I'll, I'll find. Right. Yeah, I'll give it. A, I'll give it. Give it a listen. Uh, all right, Just listen to the first episode. Let that, me know what you think. All right, I will. Uh, that'll do it for us. Thanks for listening. Give us your thoughts at Dork Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Dork at gmail.com. dot Do you guys think of rebels? Uh, what are you hoping to see out of Ahsoka coming up in a couple of weeks? You can rate, review, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Pods or wherever you get it. And, of course, we stream these bad boys live Sunday nights at 9 uh, right here on YouTube. You can subscribe to that channel. And uh, if you do have any should I have bought this, send those suckers in to Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, next week, Blue Beetle. We will be doing Blue Beetle. The okay. Beat. Because why not? Because well, why not? Because, you know, why? Because it's a comic book movie and we've sworn to do them. <laughs> we've sworn
2: to do it. What else are we going to do?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, Ride, Promise me a million times you'll never do another rule. I can't promise you that.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.